Hello and welcome everybody to my brand new podcast. I am Ray Ray Chan and I will be going through lots of news about anime, manga and games. Also throwing in a few bits and pieces on geeky stuff, maybe some Japan stuff, generally things I'm interested in and I think you should hear about. So please stay tuned for more. First up in the news, let's go through some anime and manga news. So in anime, you may have realised the winter season of 2019 is sadly over. It is a sad time. It's a very sad time. There have been some amazing shows that I've enjoyed. Um, I've picked five shows that I really, really liked, and you can find more information on those shows on my blog. And again, I'll put a link so you can find that. But yes, if you've enjoyed the winter season, let me know what ones have you enjoyed. Is there any that have stand out for you? Is there any that you wish had another season already? Um, a lot of people have been mentioning The Promised Neverland and the manga is obviously still running but the first season of the anime has finished. It has been confirmed that a new season will be coming but not for some time. So anybody who wants to know what's going to happen with The Promised Neverland in the story may want to pick up the manga. Secondly, I've really enjoyed <laughs> my roommate is a cat. If anyone hasn't seen my roommate is a cat yet, please do. It's so sweet and amazing. I loved it so much. It was really unpredictable. I thought the show was just going to be about a random cat, random guy, but it just had so much more and lots and lots of feels. One of the other shows to catch my attention was Quintessential Quintuplets, and that's not easy to say at all, but a lot of people haven't actually checked out that show. I think the problem being is it's generally looked like a dating sim, but the story was quite sweet and the characters did have their own time to shine, so if you haven't checked it out, please do. There isn't that many episodes. Again, a lot of these uh, winter season animes are around 12 to 13 episodes long, so it doesn't take take too long to get through a series so if you are looking for something new check them out i've been personally watching them on crunchyroll so i have a subscription with premium with them and i do find it is really helpful to get through each episode without any adverts one of the other shows that I really enjoyed during the winter season was Tokyo Meiji Era. Tokyo Meiji Era, on the front of it, looked quite predictable, a show. But as you got through the end, the story opened up and kind of finished abruptly. I wasn't entirely happy with the ending. Um, I feel like the ending could have been made better. I was kind of shaking my fist at the screen as the uh, anime show ended. So I won't say any spoilers, but yeah, the end of Tokyo Meiji Era wasn't great. One of the shows to come out in the winter anime season was Love is War. Now, you've probably heard about Love is War if you haven't watched it, and it is one of the shows that has probably stood out amongst the crowd during the winter anime season. Now, the story with Love is War is quite interesting, and there is a manga if you want to check it out. But basically, the two protagonists are members of 
a school presidential committee so basically a school council um, in Japan and there is a, a, a relationship between them but neither of them want to actually admit to the fact they like each other and so the whole series is based on them to avoiding the opportunity to ask the other out comically there is um, a lovely girl um, called Chika who gets involved as well um, not in terms of relationship but as a as kind of friend zone-esque and also other members of the student council too and throughout the series it's just so comical to see them struggle to not confess their feelings but also create rules and ways of getting around the other finding out their true intentions so yeah definitely watch Love is War I have to say the ending of it was very satisfying um so i won't spoil it but yeah go go and watch the end of love is war um after you've obviously watched the main season because it doesn't make no sense if you just skip to the end but anyway if you just want a quick feel skip to the end um, but otherwise yeah do check out love is war and again i've talked about love is war a little bit longer than the other animes here but that's because it's one of those shows that is very different and stood out for me so definitely check it out So another anime that I'm really looking forward to seeing is the spring anime season. The spring anime season to me has got quite a few shows in that I'm interested in. However, some are Netflix exclusive, such as Carol and Tuesday. It's got a lot of hype behind it, but you have to have a Netflix account to watch that one. So I may have to give it a miss until I get a subscription. But through Crunchyroll, there's quite a few shows that have interesting names and interesting synopsis. So one is Sara Zamai. Sara Zanmai? Anyway, Google Zara Zanmai. It looks really interesting, so I'll probably check that one out. Also, We Never Learn looks really cool. And Aochan Can't Study looks like a very silly anime to get into. And finally, Where I End You Begin. So yeah, there's a few shows there that I think I will check out. But at the moment, there is not as many shows in the spring season that have caught my eye as the winter season. Other fans of anime may have also noticed the Attack on Titan series is coming back. And also One Punch Man. But honestly, the One Punch Man series has caused a little bit of a controversy because it's only been streamed, I believe, on certain sites. So not everybody who's followed the series will actually now be able to watch it unless they subscribe to these other sites. Not only this, but the actual producers behind the anime has changed as well. And because the action scenes were so well thought out in the first series, I personally haven't seen One Punch Man, but you know it looks really good um it might be a problem to fans going forward that the studio has changed but let me know what you think about it once it does air let's move on to another anime that i haven't mentioned yet and people are probably screaming down the podcast at me about and that is fruits basket yes Fruits Basket has been remade and is being remade to be more like the manga. This is the best news I've heard on a remake for an anime for quite some time. I have the entire Fruits Basket manga. I have the entire Fruits Basket anime and they are very different towards the end. And the anime does leave you feeling a bit lost. So I cannot express how happy I am that they are remaking the anime and not only are they keeping it to source but they're also bringing back all of the dub actors that I really admired from the first season 
um, including Kyo, and Kyo is probably one of my favourite characters from that era, and we are talking a long time ago, quite a few years, so the fact that it's come back in 2019 has just been kind of overwhelming really it's the equivalent of saying you know this anime you loved 10 years ago is getting a completely new remake we're throwing money at it we're going to make it amazing we're sorry we let you down the first time that's the equivalent of what they're doing right now i mean yes they made fruit basket good but they didn't make it great so let's move on to manga what have i been reading so I thought this might be a nice little section for people who may prefer anime over manga and don't really get into manga, but I would say that it's worth looking into. You can even check out manga now in your local library. A lot of libraries stock it. And uh, one of the mangas that I recently picked up was because I watched the anime on Amazon Prime. And that anime is Watakoi. If you haven't seen Watakoi yet on Amazon Prime and you have a subscription, please go and watch it. It is about some otaku who end up working at the same business as each other. They knew themselves as children, so they knew each other a long, long time ago, but they're now grown adults. The only grown adult part is the fact that they have actually got older. They're still otaku. So the main protagonist is a girl who's into anime and lots of other random things. And the guy is into games and they become in a relationship. And the relationship is hilarious because he is a very quiet gamer and she is a very sporadic anime fan slash nerd. They also have friends who are into cosplay and other comics and things. So if you're into anything like this and you probably are listening to this podcast then check it out because you'll enjoy it and it's not too long the anime is only a few episodes so again it's around the same kind of episode season as the winter season we've just seen and the manga has quite a few volumes but the first volume is around 15 pounds but i think you can get it for about 10 pounds if you search around but it's definitely worth checking out if you haven't already so that's what i've currently been reading Lastly, let's go to gaming news. Now, I put gaming news last so I could have a breather because there's been a lot going on the last couple of weeks and I've spanned this over the last fortnight because I just wanted to make note of all of these changes and things that are coming because they they cover quite a few games that I've loved over the years, so I thought it's definitely worth bringing them into this podcast. So firstly on my list is Persona 5. Now, Persona 5 was my game of the year when it came out. There's no denying that. It's probably also one of my favourite games of all time, and that is saying something. Now, Atlas naughtily teased um, Persona 5 The Royal, and apparently they're going to let us know more the 24th of April. That's around the same time that Joker is expected to roll into Super Smash Ultimate. So is that a coincidence or very clever planning by Atlas? Let me know what you think. Another game that I really enjoyed is Final Fantasy XV. Now there's been a bit of controversy with Final Fantasy XV in terms of story, um, pushing, delays, all sorts of issues and most notably DLC. Now, the DLC for Luna, which I was really looking forward to getting, is no longer. 
and there will be no more DLC as far as I can see in the news. However, episode Arden has launched and what I want to go through is, has the episode Arden kind of rekindled a bit of love for Final Fantasy XV? I personally haven't played it yet, nor have I played through the other episodes. I was waiting for all of them to come out and then buy them as a bulk and go through the whole story again and enjoy it for, I believe, what it should have always been. What are your thoughts on DLC that take the story away for extra content, which really you feel should be in the main game? Personally, it should have gone in the main game. I mean, yes, get DLC, have extras, make a game live longer than, I guess, what was originally intended, but don't steal away the story for DLC. Let me know what you think on that. Keeping on Final Fantasy, did you notice that Final Fantasy 7 is now on other platforms? You probably did. So a lot of people are talking about Switch and I believe Xbox One as well. So you can now play Final Fantasy 7 on a different console. So again, let me know what you think on that one. I think it's great that it now has more portability with different consoles. And again, if you think about it, Final Fantasy was originally Nintendo, right? as far as I'm aware, so, you know, share, share the love, people, share the love of Final Fantasy, please. Another game that's completely different to a JRPG is Dreams from Media Molecule. Now, Media Molecule have teased that they will give out early access on the 16th of April. Um, Dreams looks amazing if you haven't seen videos of Dreams, check them out. If you're artistic, if, if you want to see things that you know, games games are great when they give you a plan and they give you a route and they give you a story. But when you can make that story your own, when you can make a world or make something that no one else has seen before, that to me is special. And this is making a game within a game. So please have a look. Go, go on the internet, check out Dreams. Let me know if that's something that you want to see. And again, I'm probably going to get dreams. Um, I'll be honest, it looks brilliant. It's, it's as if you're going to get your own kind of painting, but that's being made into a game. There's the only way I can explain it at the moment because dreams is, is really curious to me and I just really can't wait until it actually comes out properly and launch. And we're going to finish up the gaming news now with Sony's State of Play. I don't know what your thoughts are on State of Play. Again, there's been quite a bit of controversy on State of Play. Um, Mainly people saying that there wasn't enough games in there. They pushed too much on VR. Um, But, you know, generally, if you have invested in VR, it's good for those people who want fresh content. You know, getting things like Iron Man, getting VR support for other games like No Man's Sky. That will pull a lot of people in who, who are on the VR bandwagon, to be honest. However, I feel like a monthly showcase could be really well received, but it needs to install more hype. Sony, they need to do more about what games are coming. They need to install more hype rather than just, you know, coming out with, we plan on doing this, we plan on doing that. Plans are great, but you need to keep your audience. You need to make sure that they're staying with you, not just because of the games you're doing, but because they are supporting you. You know, don't rush into things and delay projects make firm decisions and bring out games in a reasonable amount of time you know you can talk about a game three months six months one year ahead of its 
final product but make it so that it's not annoying your customers you know don't say oh yeah we're going to make this game in a year and never say anything more about it um final fantasy 7 remake um, um but yeah that's more on square enix i guess but yeah just let me know what you think about the state of play do you think it needs improving did you even watch it are you bothered are you not is it anywhere near close as what Nintendo Direct does? I mean, personally, I love Nintendo Direct. I think they're funny, they're clever, they are insightful. So whilst not all of them will tell you what games you really want to see, they'll at least give you enough content to feel like you've gone away with something to consider. And that's really what these things should be. They are showcases. They need to tell people what is coming, what to look forward to, and you need to get your monies ready for buying them, really. Um, so that's really what they should be for. But yeah, that's generally the, uh, the gaming roundup. So again, let me know what you think. Now, finally, as part of my podcast, I'm going to try a segment called Grinds My Gears. Now, if you don't know the phrase Grinds My Gears, it's things that annoy me. Um, Not so much annoy me as I'm going to go out with an axe and cause damage to anything, but things I've generally seen on the web um, about geeky culture or, again, anime games, manga, that sort of thing. Things that have wound me up. So let's have a think right now. What have you heard in the last fortnight? around your culture that you love if you're an otaku or a gamer or whatever what has wound you up let me know again you can tweet me you can email me just get in touch let me know what's wound you up and i'll give a few seconds here for you to have a think about that before i raise what grounded my gears So one of the many things to grind my gears this week has been around on Twitter and it comes down to the anime versus manga war. Now, I don't personally have an issue between either loving anime or loving manga or loving both. I love both. And yes, I can see the differences between using source material and just having anime, but there are anime out there with no manga. They started as an anime. Now, most anime does obviously start from manga which is understandable because you know get a story uh, write it up and then animate it makes sense right but the problem and the thing that grinds my gears about it is the kind of hierarchy that some people can have about manga now don't get me wrong there's many shows out there and I've mentioned about Fruits Basket before that you need to read the manga to really understand the true intention of the author the true story now I still think this is very important but again don't strike one or the other it's the same as the sub dub war and i'm not even going to go into sub dub war because that will just never end but you can like both you don't have to like one or the other and if you do just like one or the other that's fine but there's no hierarchy here you can like manga and you can like anime you're still a fan that's what it's down to if you like that source material then enjoy it don't let anyone think otherwise that you're no good as a fan because you're only like one thing instead of the other Um, but also don't shun it when people do offer you the chance to look at the original manga I mean yes if you like the original series and again one of the shows that I watched a long long time ago and have watched re-watched many times is Oran High School Host Club now I loved that show and it's only been within the last 12 months have I actually read all of the manga yes that's right one of my favorite anime shows ever 
I have not actually read the entire manga until about three or four weeks ago. Now I've read it, I kind of understand the whole manga versus anime thing even more. And I have got a lot of shows on anime that I also own in manga form. So the thing that grinds my gears is don't have hierarchy over one or the other. Enjoy both or enjoy one or the other. That's fine. But just don't push on other people that you have to read the manga otherwise you're not a true fan. That's just not nice. Just, you know, yes, manga is underrated. Okay, it's underrated. This is my opinion and your opinion obviously counts too. But in my opinion, manga is underrated. And if you really love an anime, why not check out the manga? But don't feel like you have to. Don't make anyone force you to do something you don't want to as a fan just enjoy what you've got and yeah just hate is gonna hate so they can just jog on So guys, we have come to the end of my first podcast. I hope you've enjoyed my news and grinding gears and everything else along with it. And if you want to get in touch, please do so on Twitter and maybe join my Twitch streams. I'm doing that every Wednesday from eight o'clock. And again, maybe check out my blog too. I put reviews up there and lots of goings on. Get in touch via Twitter or Facebook. Let me know if you've enjoyed this podcast and you would like to hear more. If you would like to have another segment added, let me know. I can think about that too. And even things like Japan. I haven't gone through Japan uh, for this one, but there was lots of anime and gaming news to go through. So I will go through Japan on another segment. But yeah, in the meantime, thank you so much for listening all the way through of me rabbiting on and get in touch if you would like to as well. Take care, everybody. And have a great week. Janet.